Thanks again for listening to our podcast. For more encouraging messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out past episodes. If you like what you just heard, please consider rating and sharing it with your friends. God bless, and don't forget to be a hyphen. All right, we're good to go. Wait, hello? Why do I look super low on here? Because you're zoomed out. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Yeah, we can both hear each other. Yeah, they both have similar um things. Okay. Similar look or whatever. What'd you say? I said similar look. Yeah. I cannot believe this, bro. Believe what? Bumgarner's probably going to go to the Diamondbacks. Dang. Dodgers, That's upsetting. Dodgers couldn't get him? That's literally like one of the Dodgers' rivals, too. It's a cool world. That's not even cool, bro. The a Dodgers cool are awful in free agency. It's kind of insane. Y'all are awful in... The regular season, the postseason. Actually, we're pretty good season. in the regular season. We're no, not very no. good in the in the postseason. We, I mean, we've made it to the World Series two times in a row. We lost both times, but we made it. Got that L. Whatever. All right, let's hop into it, bro. All right. Uh, what's up, everybody? This is Carleone and Logan, and you're listening to the Manifest Podcast. Today, we're here with an episode uh, type that we don't really do that often, but we want to do more often. It's called The Breakdown. In this episode, we're going to break down the message by Nelson Rivera, God Can. He preached this uh, during the, the first morning of the SoCal uh, Conference of 2019. Um, the hyphen conference. Yeah, hyphen conference. It was super, super, super awesome. It was dope. Um, when I was editing this stuff to sort of put it together um, for the podcast, um, I just kept listening to it. And then when I finished it up and I put all the podcast up, this is the one I listened to more times than once, more, more, more than one time. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just super interesting. Um, kind of speaks home for me personally. And I think that that's, you know, that's how these things work is like the messages that speak to you the most are the ones you're going to listen to the most. So, um, that's why we, as, uh, the, the, the group that is uh, putting together all of the podcasts for SoCal hyphen. Um, we really wanted to make an effort to put these out and to put them out as soon as possible. So that's why you guys got, um, all the episodes from the conference. And then we're going to put up, um, God willing, all of the episodes from, um, I mean, not all the episodes, but all of the hyphen conversations from, um, HYC. Yeah. That is our ultimate goal. Um, we think it we think it could be done, and we're super excited to put it up. So that way, like we even got, well, she didn't direct it towards us, but a young lady uh, posted something um, referring to the hyphen podcast, saying how she always breaks down in tears whenever she listens to the uh, message by Talitha Rivera uh, for hyphen conversations, and she just you know she encouraged everyone to listen to it. And so I sent that to Sister Victoria, who's our hyphen director, and I was like, this is exactly what we do it for, you know? Yeah, For moments like this, where it's like somebody got something from it. And that was the whole point, you know? Yeah, that's All awesome. the effort and all the time we took, the whole point was for someone to get something from it. Because uh, she wasn't able to be there, apparently. But she still got and was able to feel what we were able to feel, uh, the ones who were actually there. And so, yeah, we're going to break down... God Can by the Brother Nelson Rivera. Uh, did you want to say anything? 
Um, no, just enjoy okay. the message. Oh, it's probably gonna be a two-part series. We'll get through the first. I think the message is around forty minutes, so we'll probably get through about twenty minutes of it, and then in between, give you some of our our thoughts and you know what we think about it. So let's get started. Yeah, I just I apologize in advance. I'm a sleepy homie again today. So a sleepy homie. Well, I, I mean, it's a cold world. We all sleep. <laughs> it's a cold world. Bundle up. <laughs> it's tough out here. Boom, buck, clap. <laughs> so oh, I, uh, I realize these headphones probably look crazy on me. Nah, it's all right. Sorry. Oh, hey, we're probably hey, the we're probably doing video. At this By the point. time you hear this, uh, we will already have our first episode out. Yeah. So this one. Uh, that drops by by the time you're hearing it. Um, one episode the ep- last week from the what? Goodness gracious! The episode that. from last week will be out. I think that's how we're gonna do it. So it'll it'll actually alternate. So you'll hear it the week that it drops on Wednesday, and then the following Wednesday you'll get a new podcast plus a video um, of the uh, podcast from the week before. So I mean, or maybe we'll do it like oh, this. This is what we want to figure out is like when is a good time to drop the video because uh, we want people to be able to watch them and see them or, you know, have their choice on what they want to do. So, yeah, yeah. we'll see going forward. For sure. For sure. Well, All right. it, it's cool, though. Let's get into it. Hi, this is Logan from the SoCal Hyphen team. Thank you for listening to our Hyphen podcast. Today we'll be hearing a message from our SoCal youth president out of Ephesians 3.20, God can. We hope and pray that this message will strengthen your faith to believe that God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think. All right. That was the intro. Great job, buddy. Ephesians 3.20. Thank you. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages world without end amen I saw this vision last night as God was imparting there was an impartation that was happening and I want to say thank you for those of you that prayed for me because we need prayer too as leaders. Pray for your leaders. Bishop Hodges, Brother Durant, our, your presbyter, your pastor. Don't just stop at your pastor. We're great. We're a part of a great fellowship and we all need prayer. And it just got me so emotional, Brother Frankie, knowing that there's hyphen leaders here. They're saying, Brother Rivera, we're behind you. We're praying for you. We're, we're advancing. We're not retreating. And I just felt such passion. And God gave me it right there. He gave me this vision of the hyphen ministry, the banner had fallen if you ever you know seen or read about the war they used back in the old days they'd get up and they'd have the flag of who who they were representing and I saw this field and I saw dead people scattered all around and I looked behind me and I'm leading the charge here and the flag is on the ground and I saw hyphen ministry pick up the flag and continue continue to fight and eventually we won the war and I believe God spoke to me at that moment that this is the generation of young men and women. Ah, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. The young people are looking at you right now and say, hey, if they don't worship, we're not going to worship, but I will bless the Lord at all times and I'm going to lead by example. They're looking at you. 
Y'all said it's because of hyphen ministry that SoCal youth is ready to enter into a new dimension. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful. Why don't you lift your hands right now before we're seated and thank the Lord in advance for what's going to happen through you. It's not going to happen through your brother, through your mom and dad and pastor. It's going to happen through you in the name of Jesus. You may be seated. I'm not known to be a, a really good person around the home that fixes Bro, when things. he said I'm not known to be a really good person, <laughs> my <laughs> wife laughs at up. me. <laughs> and then I heard the rest. If I need a sink, <laughs> I have to pay somebody to put it in. And uh, there was a, somebody said, amen, thank you, brother, I'm not alone. I showed up to home and, and it dawned on me, my fire smoke machines have not worked for years. And I thought to myself, God forbid a fire like, starts, um, my whole family's going to die, and I'm going to be responsible yeah. for being negligent. So I went and ordered it on Amazon online, bro. and I yeah. brought it home. And my dad's like, man, it's easy. You can do it. Just watch a YouTube video. You know, for those of you holy, it does not battery. That's all right. You read the instructions. Bro, I need to see it. So I, I saw it. On the edge, bro. And uh, I got four out of five. And I tried so hard to fix that thing that I felt like breaking it. And I almost did. I threw it in the ground a few times. And it took me three hours to put one smoke machine on correctly. He keeps saying smoke machine. And I thought to myself, <laughs> isn't it great to be able to call someone who knows how to fix what's broken? Amen. The reality is this, hyphen, students, ministries, whatever you want to call it, all over SoCal this afternoon, there are people who woke up dreading the day that was ahead of them. Why? Because they were looking at all the bad. And we often ask ourselves the question, how are things going? Brother Julio, oh man, I'm blessed. And we know you're going through hell. Now you can fool, there's something about apostolic young people, and I've learned this as a youth pastor, you can't fool them. Mm. And your mm. wife fighting, you know. <laughs> and you're trying to play it off, oh, cool, baby. hallelujah, praise God, you know. You're going, and the kids know, Brother Rivera, man, is your wife okay? They know when you're real and when you're not real. Right. But sometimes we answer this question truthfully. Man, I'm going through hell. I'm going through it, bro. Pray for me. There are times that things really look pretty bad. We have problems and we don't know how to fix them. So what do you do when things are bad? That is when the boss says you're fired. You're laid off. There was a few ladies from the Western District that drove down that they got a flat tire before they got to church. It's in the front row here. The devil is a liar. Mm -hmm. You know, you start blaming the devil. Oh, bless his holy name. The rent is due. There's no money to pay it. The doctor looks at you and says you have six months to live. There's a death of a loved one. When your family's being torn apart by divorce, addiction, drugs, pills, alcoholism. There are three areas that most hyphen people look to. And they look at the bad. One, 
They look at you, look at your possessions. I've heard hyphen ministries, young people say stuff like, well, if I could get that new iPhone 11 Pro, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, my ministry would flourish. Well, or you young lady, you got to get that Louis Vuitton purse. You know, I got to have those red yeah, bottoms yeah. to be so using the gifts. Or if I could get that new shop, that's why my ministry isn't <laughs> flourishing because I'm driving a hoopty and brother so-and-so's got that SS Camaro. He's got that BMW parked and that's yeah, why the anointing I'll tell you what, there. I don't want that. Thinking that, that acquiring so. more things will fix so. what's wrong in your life. I found out that the more people acquire in this life, the more complicated that things get. Mm. Number two, friends. Some people feel that by surrounding themselves with enough people or getting uh, uh, in the right relationship or, 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 or getting a boyfriend or a girlfriend with a last name and, and they got it all together is going to solve their problems. But some of the loneliest people in the world are some of the most great biggest superstars surrounded by the entourages and the fame. And they waste everything they've tried to gain in this world trying to buy friendship, trying to find acceptance. I, I can I tell you today that Jesus Christ is the only one that you need acceptance from. You need to run to him and not run away from him. Yeah, that's good. Oh, I've been hurt by friends. I've been stabbed in the back by people. Anybody in the house can wave your hand and say, yes, I have too, okay? Yes. If you're honest with yourselves. I'd have some friends that walked out. Hallelujah. But I'm thankful that we have a friend who will step in when others walk out. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. I've come to tell the hyphen conference today on this morning that God's about to call you out from among them. And you got to be separate and say, ah, for God I live and for God I die. You go ahead and wig out to the charismatic world. You go ahead and wig out to holiness. And if I'm the only one here dancing and worshiping, you better believe I'm going to do it with all my heart and all my mind and all my soul. Hey, they're not afraid to Since when are we ashamed of being apostolic? Sit down, sit down. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And then the third, self. Many embrace this humanistic philosophies, not opposed to positive mental uh, attitude. But if we're so smart, then we wouldn't be in the mess we're in. Hmm. Some of us, some of us are too smart for our own good. That's true. Oh, that's true. Got people that I pastor that man. They got it all together. They got their doctor's degree. What is a young thirty-four-year-old man, half his age, going to teach him about the Word of God? I've learned there's going people. They're going to be people that are smarter than you, that got more money than you, that can preach better than you, that can sing better than you. Stop trying to be like uh, Brother Stone King or singing like Mickey Mangan. You're most affected when you are you. You got to be yourself. You got to say, Hey, press call. There's only one Lee Stone King. There's only one Landon Gore. But I'm going to be the best that I can be. And God's going to work in me, through me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stop it right there. Yeah.
He said something very interesting. Um, I, I, I think sometimes we do we do get caught up in wanting to be the next Landon Gore, mm. the next Lee Stone King, you know, the 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 next Matthew Johnson, the next, uh, you know, all these great preachers, Nelson, the the next Mel, Nelson Rivera, but it's like, like he said himself, try being the next you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because you're most effective when you are you. When you try to impersonate or to do what others have done, it's not, first of all, it's not going to be genuine and it's not going to come out the way that it should come out mm. because you're not being you. You're trying to be someone else. And I think some people can tell mm. um, when you are, and this is not me trying to, you know, go at anybody, but there are some people that I can see in our organization today that actively are trying to imitate others. And they say imitation is is the form, uh, highest form of flattery, and that's cool. But there's only there's a line, there's a threshold to where you're trying to be like them or you're trying to be them. You know what I'm saying? Because you can try and be like someone, you can try and be like you know this this great person, but are you trying to be like them or are you tr- are you trying to be them? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because in the end, you need to be you. Because um, if you're trying to be them. You're gonna be disappointed. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there will there will be a not another, you know, Landon Gore, or a, or next or another, you know, Nelson Rivera, because each of these men who are called of God all did things that were specific to their own calling and their own path that God put them on. Yeah, and so if you attempt to be them, you'll be disappointed because you can never be them. Yeah, you could strive to be like them, like because we're we're supposed to be striving to be like Christ. And so there is that threshold. And so you do want to be very cognizant and very aware of not only your intentions, but how far you're trying to take this form of imitation, you know, uh, because you've got to carve out your own, your own niche. Not everybody can, can do what you do and you can't do what others can do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly right. You know, you, um, only you can be the best you, you know, everybody wants to be someone and, um, everybody wants to be like someone And that. I mean, that's okay to, you know, have people to look up to, but, um, in the end, you'll never have the anointing of Landon Gore. You just won't. And that's not to discourage you or anything like that. It's basically just to tell you that, um, his anointing came at a price. Uh, and a price that only he could pay. Um, and your anointing is going to come at a price, and a price that only you can pay. And so for you to say that you want to be like Landon Gore, or that you want to be like him, or you want to be him, or whoever the case may be, um, you know, you're you're depriving yourself from your own anointing, because um, your anointing is, uh, is every bit as powerful and um and should not be overlooked just because um just because somebody else has a strong anointing too you know um, and your journeys are going to be different sorry exactly. to cut you off no that's true but your yeah. journeys are going to be different yeah you look at landon gore who started preaching at a very young age you may not preach that young you look at frankie taylor who started playing drums at a very young age and playing at youth conventions you may not play at a youth convention that young um 
But the most important thing is, is to realize that don't try to compare your journeys because they're not going to be the same. Yeah. And so if you are at a different level, at a different age, or at the same age, at a different level, that's okay. As long as you're doing what God's asking you to do. Yeah. You know? And that's important. most important thing is to try not to compare yourselves to others because, you know, the whole point of free will and and God giving us the ability to think for ourselves and 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 to make decisions for ourselves was that so that we could be independent and choose to serve him. And so in doing that, um, you're going to have differences as yeah. far as what journey and what route you, that you take. So that's one, one thing I would remind you all not to not to try and compare your journey to someone else because you're going to get to where you're going. It may not be as fast as Lyndon Gore. It may not be as impactful as, as Frankie Taylor, but, you know, know that your journey is still going the way God fully intends it to go. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Let's get back, get into, back into this. But we live in a generation of posers. Dang. Uh, oh, I'm going to get in some of your business now. Oh, no. We even got the dance the same way. Well, how's Landon Gore doing it? Maybe the anointing will flow. <laughs> there you go. He and said, one brother said, brother, what do you say? He said, wipe your sweat on my, he told us that yesterday, wipe your sweat on my towel. And he said, maybe the anointing is going to flow. Hey, he's just a man just like me, just like you. This man's got to fight his battles the same way you fight your battles. But you know what you got to make up in your mind and say, this is how I fight my battles. That's why you see this man here worshiping. Uh, some of us want to worship when we're singing only. Yeah. Some of us want to worship when we're up there in the limelight. We do our dance. And when somebody else is up there, oh, you sit like a bump in the log. I've come to tell you, you got to rejoice with him that rejoice. Yeah. If you're being yeah. used, bless God. Because you know what? As God blesses other people, I'm just the next in line for a miracle. Mm. I'm ready for God to use me. But if you're always posing, criticizing and others yeah. and nine times out of ten it's a defensive mechanism because we see in others what we don't like about ourselves oh I'm in the Holy Ghost right now and I've learned I can't be amen I can't be brother Tuttle I can't be like these men of God amen I'm never going to be effective being somebody else be yourself brother Saul yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. This is exactly what I was just saying. You can't, you can't be anybody else but yourself. Yeah, you can't. Like I, I have learned that so st through painstaking, you know, um, painstaking trials. You know, you can't, you can't be anybody but yourself. You can only be you, and um, yeah, you can only be you. So just be you and be the best you that you can be. Be the best you that God wants you to be because God wants you to be something great just like God wanted Landon Gore and Victor Jackson and uh, Josh Herring and uh, Frankie Taylor and Cody Marks and all of these incredible men of God. 
just like they he wants them and has wanted them to be great he wants you to be great too so chase your anointing don't chase someone else's and don't try to chase someone else's because you might miss out on your own yep trying to chase after someone else's yep exactly you know ready yeah free seeing men right here used amen uh, some of us are going to be better than others at other things but it's all right. We're going to rejoice with them that rejoice. Amen, Brother Frankie. You're singing at General Conference. Bless God. We're praying for you. We believe in you. You're a part of us because your success is my success. Your growth is my growth. Since when did it become about me? Yep. Be happy for each other. But what you don't see is this man driving after church Sunday afternoon to a whole missions church, singing for free, playing for free. Then he drives two hours on his own dime at night. You know what God does? God blesses those that invest in the kingdom when nobody else is looking. We're working. We're serving the kingdom of God. Yeah, yeah. But we just look at the limelight. Oh, who'd you have to pay, Brother Frankie? Who'd you have to schmooze? Start hating on each other. <laughs> I'm seeing it more and more in our movement. Your success is my success. I'm sorry, schmooze. I hope in this crowd here today, there are men and women that will play and sing and preach at Congress. Some of the biggest, I pray it happens here in the SoCal district. If I never preach another engagement, that's all right. I've been called to Upper Room Church. You've been called to your local church. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to drift yeah. beyond the call. Well, pause it again. It's not all about where you minister or even how you minister or how you're anointed or what you're anointed in. It's just about what God wants you to do. God may give you a great anointing, but all you do is mop the floors. But as long as you're affecting someone's life, that all that, that's all that matters. You know, you don't have to be on, you don't have to be on the stage at or on the platform at HYC or NAYC or the big conferences to impact your local church, you know, start at a local level, love your people locally, begin there, because when you begin there, you know, it, God will take you far, you know, if, if, if you're not, I, I mean, this, and this is, this is getting deep, but I'm just, I'm going to be real, because this is, I'm preaching to myself here too, if you're not um, making an effort in trying to impact people at your local church, you will not impact people outside of your church, you won't. That's just how it is. You can try as hard as you want. You can do whatever you want, but you're not going to, um, you're not going to have that same effect because God wants you to start at home. You know, definitely, because that's the church you were called to go to. Exactly, that's the church that that's where your ministry starts. Yeah, that's your own church. And like he just got done saying, this is exactly what I meant by everyone's journey being different. He mentioned someone like Frankie. Who yeah. preaches out often, who goes to events often, who is speaking and ministering at events often, and is driving every weekend and doing this and that. And then, like you just said, you know, the other person that is just at their local church, just doing what they're called to do at their local church. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Not say that Frankie doesn't, because Frankie gives all that he can to his local church, but, you know, his ministry is for him to be also uh, evangelizing and supporting other churches. Yeah, to use elsewhere. Yeah. Exactly. But like I just got done saying, that may not be your journey. Yeah. 
And so don't think that you just because you're not out speaking at other churches and playing music for other churches like Brother Frankie is, don't think that you're not in your ministry mm-hmm. because your ministry may, may very well be something different. Yeah, um, very true. And so everyone's journey is not the same. Yeah, yeah. You just got to just stay true to, to where God has you right now, you know, and and stay hopeful and stay, um, you know, optimistic about the future. Um, but don't forget where you are. Don't 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 get so lost in what you want and in the future that you lose sight of where you are right now and take it for granted. And then before you know it, it's gone and you you know what I mean? You let that moment go past you. Like Carl said, you let that moment pass yeah. you by. You let that anointing, you let that moment. You, there's, there's little moments that I've had in my life where, you know, God will be telling me to do something and sometimes I won't do it. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I won't. And I'll look back at those moments and I'm like, man, I probably could have impacted someone's life right then. And I didn't do it. And so, you know, there's, there's little things like that, that you can even do just at your local church that are going to, change someone's life and probably even change your life because if if god and your pastoral staff and those who are over you can't trust you with the small things Mm -hmm. then how can they trust you with greater things and greater responsibilities yeah you know exactly so i think we got about what a few more minutes of this maybe another reaction and then we're gonna call it uh this part one yeah so all right That wasn't in my notes. You can sit down. When things look bad, we need to look to God, who is able to exceedingly, the scripture says, abundantly, above all that we could ask or think. Three reasons, and I know God can do it. One, he's omniscient. He's Mm all-knowing. God knows what you're going through here today. He knows how you're feeling. Hebrews 4.15 says, For we not have a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He was all points tempted like we are. In other words, he can feel when you're lonely. He can feel when you're sad. He can feel when you're happy. He knows where you're at here today. Job 23, 8 said, look, I go forward, but he's not there. I go backward, but I cannot perceive him. When he works on the left hand, I cannot behold him. When he turns to the right hand, I cannot see him. Oh, but I love this scripture. But he knows the way that I take. When he's tested me, I shall come out as gold. He knows where I'm at. So I've got to position myself for a miracle and say, God, I've got to prostrate myself in a place of worship. Come out as gold. Most important thing is not knowing where he is as long as he knows where I am. Yeah. Lord, where are you? Where are you? We have a pity party. Oh, the Lord don't know where I'm at. My boyfriend left me. And a young man in my church, oh, my girlfriend left me. I'm just going to quit, <laughs> run out. Uh, God, uh, I can't do it with this out with the, without this young woman in my life. <laughs> We've all had Some of moments. us have held on to crutches too long. You come in and out of relationships. Hear me today. 
trying to find something to hold you up. You need to learn how to stand on your own two feet Amen. and say, God, you're going to fight my battles yeah. and I'm going to stand next to you and arm in arm and say, ah, it's going to happen step by step. Oh, and two, God is I'm not present. He's everywhere. If he's everywhere, then he's always there. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Psalms 139.7 says, where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in hell, what? You're there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand, that sign of power, shall hold me up. So when I'm weak, he is strong. He's holding me up. So he's everywhere he was there in Joseph's pit he was there in Daniel's den of lions he was in Simon Peter's prison he was in Paul's shipwreck he was in the three Hebrew boys and he'll be there in your crisis amen yeah he'll do more than send you a sympathy card uh huh flower arrangement I say it everywhere I go you got a lot of con I call them congrat congratulators Congratulators. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Landed. Congratulations on preaching general conference. Try not to go an hour like you did at Hyphen Conference. Hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. He didn't. I'm just. Oh, Brother Julio. Congratulations on hitting that Fortune 500 company in your business. Don't go bankrupt like the one you had 10 years ago. Hate it. Man, I don't know why I keep going back to that. It's not even in my notes. You know you got some in your life. The number one thing that is needed in our movement, if we're getting ready, and I promise you today, you're not here by accident. God is getting ready to take this group of hyphen leaders because you are leaders. There are people looking at you, and we're getting ready to go to a new dimension. So every time you go to a youth rally... Let's settle something today. Stop with this. I'm hyphen. I'm not going to be involved in anything. It's a little bit of pastor chart starting to come out here. Let's go ahead and stop. Because that. this is all. Why do you think it is that we have that? Not we, because me and you don't, but a lot of people have that mentality of. I'm hyphen, so I'm not going to do anything, like you just said. Hmm. I don't know, man. It may be, maybe a. I think there's a lot of different things that could be behind it. Um, I think maybe one of them is the fact that some people just, um, you know, they want to. Some people want to wait until they get married before they really put themselves out there to be involved. Um, but then there are a lot of other people where it's the case of maybe like, um, I don't want to be involved because I'm just kind of in this weird age group. You know what I mean? But That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But to me, it's like, this is the prime age. Like you're literally in the prime years of your life right now. 
if you're hyphen. You're in the prime years of your life. And to not want to use those prime years of your life to serve God and to be used, I mean, that's like, to me, that doesn't make any sense. Right. You know what I mean? That's like, this is the time where, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're young, especially if you're not married. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Being married it would be awesome, and I, I praise the Lord. But I just mean it's like, um, <laughs> I just mean it in the sense of right now you're single. You don't have to worry about having to go home to your wife and hurry up and go home, uh, be home at a certain time to go and take care of the kids, help your wife take care of the kids or anything like that. You know what I mean? There's a lot of pastors and a lot of people um, that, you know, have to deal with that. And it's not like it's a hindrance or it's a burden, but it's just a thing of where right now you're single, you're hyphen, you're at this perfect age, 20, you know what I mean? I mean, anywhere between 18 and 30. And it's like, dude, you could be used so greatly yeah because you don't have any you don't have anything holding you back like go out there and be used you know like there you go <laughs> i think people are sometimes um maybe uninspired oh yeah that's true um you get to this age where you are past youth technically but you're not quite, you know, married with kids and solidified with 10 years under your belt as a minister or 10 years at a local church or, you know, whatever it is, or 10 years into your ministry. And so sometimes I feel like people find it hard to be inspired uh, during this time frame um, because a lot of times up until recently, there's been no direction, no literature. Uh, nothing to sort of help people through this time. Um, those who were our age and, um, you know, didn't get help or didn't get direction, those are the ones who end up, you know, not coming to church after a while. Yeah. Um, and if you just look at the numbers, and I don't have any official stats, but I'm sure there are some. Just looking at at the, at the local churches that I've been to, the retention rate for people my age is extremely low yeah because these people are uninspired there's there's nothing that really gets them going and really you know you know starts a fire in them to to want to do this and to want to do that to um, want to come yeah and i think it has to do with the lack of with back then the lack of um of emphasis on this hyphen age mm-hmm. and we've talked about this plenty of times yeah but you're not too cool to do stuff when you're hyphen age. Exactly you're not right. too cool to help out at youth camps. You're not too cool yeah. to help out during children's church or yeah. children's week. Yeah. You're not too cool for that. Exactly. You know, uh, there may not be something specifically that you can do for hyphen in your church because hyphen is such a still a relatively new thing. But there are things that you can do youth related and, and other areas of ministry where you can sort of you know, find your, find your, 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 you know, the, the place where you belong, you know, as far as children's church or, uh, you know, ushering or whatever type of ministry it is, there are other ways to get yourself involved. And so for me, you may be uninspired, but I think that it's also incumbent upon you yeah. as the person to inspire yourself to be like, yeah. okay, well, what can I do? 
look yeah. around at the church. Okay, what can I get involved in? Not have everyone hand stuff to you, um, and try and really like. And, and as much as I would, you know, I I would love to say that there's guidance and direction everywhere. There's not sometimes. It's true. Sometimes you gotta just do it yourself and yeah. figure it out yourself. Um, and and get into your get into your Bible and get into prayer. Not a, there's not gonna be every time there's not gonna be a youth pastor or um a youth minister in your ear telling you, okay, this is what you do. You need to do exactly next. Mm-hmm. You know, you're exactly. at this age, but you want to prepare yourself to get to that level. So here are the things you need to do. You're not always going to have that. Yeah. And so that's definitely something that you got to be aware of and, um, and realize that you're not too cool to be involved, but just because you're hyphen, just because you're an adult now, because you make your own decisions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. Um, did you have anything else to add to that? No, I think you said it. I think that's it for today. We're about 20 minutes in, mm-hmm. and this is about a 40-minute uh, message. So we're going to finish part two um, uh, for the next podcast. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. Uh, we appreciate your support. Keep on the lookout for all the great things. Hey, when you're listening to this one, you will also have uh, the ability to watch um the youtube video it's gonna premiere at 7 p.m this upcoming wednesday what is that 12 18 12 17 uh, no this one won't be coming out this wednesday no not this one but last week's episode will be on youtube premiering at, at 12 12 18 12 18 7 p.m yes that'll be uh pacific uh standard time um we hope you guys take a look at that yeah Give us feedback. Tell us what you like on it, what you don't like. Should we add an intro? Should we add an outro? outro? Should we do something different? And then my most important question, because we've been struggling with this, do you like the view? You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Um, how does the background look? Are we are we doing good on that? So um, give us all the feedback that you, that you can when this episode, not this one, but the one before this one drops on Wednesday. So thank you guys for listening. I'm Carl. And I'm Logan. And this has been The Manifest. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like what you heard, please consider rating and sharing with friends.